and welcome to your title car show. I'm your host, Ike. Uh, this is our continuing week of five episodes. So, um, you know, I don't get something from through. So I got waves up right now. I'm in the car. I think it's kind of easy to tell. And um, it, it's so off-putting when it just kind of announces stuff to you. Because um, it's loud, too, which is off-putting. Anyway. So uh, we got the T-shirt is on sale this week. Uh, go check it out at trackmonkeyapparel.com. Um, for uh, sure that. Oh, it's just busy, busy, busy. But I'm trying to make sure we get these five episodes out this week. So today is Tuesday, as you're hearing this. Um, it's a fun time. It's I just got back from vacation, um, so I did the trip from here to Chicago and back again on July 4th weekend. Um, difficult to travel with a two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, any circumstance. My daughter apparently no longer wants to sleep in the car. Um, she used to pass out very quickly. You put her in the car, she would just kind of plonk out. Not the case anymore. So it's difficult and she was having a hard time sleeping on the way back so we left early in the morning uh when we headed out and we came back you know we left noonish and got in around two or three in the morning it was just very difficult for her to kind of travel and you know the tablet helped she's got a little tablet makes it a lot easier on her entertains her um you know, we obviously want to do as much interacting and make her kind of experience the road as much as possible. But uh, it just wasn't wasn't a good thing late in the evening with her. It just ended up being a uh, she was crying and she's fussing and she pants out for like half hour, wake up and cry, and then she's got a song. It's Sugar Boats by Modest Mouse that actually knocks her out. Like, if, if play Kates her, I don't know what it is. It's not a very soothing song, if you really ever hear it. But she loves it. It, it makes her kind of be able to pass back out, um, which is interesting. So there's – it helped, but it just was too much for her. So when we go back out in August, and we will be going back out in August, um, you know, we're going to be doing a lot shorter road trips from here to Chicago. Maryland, Chicago, for those of you who somehow don't know, um, which should make it easier on her and easier on us. Uh, I don't know. We might have to end up splitting the day back up a little bit more just to kind of make it easier on us and her. Um, probably can't do a full road trip back. We'll end up probably splitting it into two days, um, which is kind of nice. It's kind of enjoyable seeing America doing it that way. I do like the road trip aspect of it, uh, headed out, headed back. I had planned on doing another just like beeline back, but that's not going to happen. So if you live in Pennsylvania, Ohio, or Indiana and have a idea of a good family-friendly place to kind of check out, please you know, send me a tweet, send me an email. I'd love to see it, love to hear it. Uh, at Untitled Car Show or Untitled Car Show at rightfootdown.com. Uh, 
we've handed over the reins of the Instagram to Ryan West, so hopefully he can be a little bit more proactive than I was. Um, not that I'm not going to be posting to Instagram, but dedicated more now to the uh, Twitter now than I ever was, um, and I guess Facebook as well. So uh, that being said, let me see. So that's kind of what we're updated on that. Uh, like I said, we'll be back out in August. Looking at doing a meet and greet out there. We'll see how that works. As far as the concourse, the crap can I'm going to do out here, I had planned on doing that late August. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I might end up doing a uh, crash a car meet here and just kind of add us to that, uh, which is not really what I wanted to do, but given my time limitations, that's kind of going to end up being what we're able to do. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Fun, fun time as is anyway, so if you're in the immediate area, you got an idea, you know, we might end up crashing either Katie's Cars and Coffee or a smaller meet just so we can be a larger percentage of a smaller meet. I'm not sure which one we really want to do. Um, I'm leaning towards Katie's Cars and Coffee just because we can kind of get our own little area and have our own little fun out there and it kind of is more central to kind of the mid-East Coast people. Uh, it might be more, more of an experience for everyone who's coming. Um, as far as the Midwest thing, talking with GTP Johnny, I'm not sure. So obviously this is a, got to keep the missus happy and we got to make it kind of an acceptable occasion. I would like to do, uh, Johnny has offered up his location as a place to go out and do a car meet. Um, I'm not sure time frame wise with our schedule if that's going to work. So I'm going to try and figure it out, make like a little, obviously it's less than a month out. So if you're in the area, maybe short notice. So just kind of be prepped for something the first weekend of August, the actual first week of August. I forget what date that is proper, but just kind of be looking forward. To that. So um, that's kind of where that's at at the moment. As far as the Volvo project's coming along, so the engine's mounted. It's on engine stands, very temporary engine stands, but it's mounted. Um, I got to get some missing bits and pieces, so I got to get a hold of some injectors, I got to get a hold of, because they're mechanical injectors. So I got to get a hold of the injectors. I got to get a hold of an ECU um, and what was the other big thing? There was the mechanical injectors, the ECU, and that's, if I'm not mistaken, those are the two big, oh, and I broke the distributor, so I got to get a hold of that too. So. Um, I broke it when it fell out. So those should be fairly easy to come by and hopefully will be on the car in the July. August break comes uh, when I'm in Then I'm going to be headed back into the shop. And as long as everything goes well, hopefully transmission will be mounted and put into the car end of August. 
end of September, we got all the uh, drivetrain sorted, and we got the rear suspension in the car booked up and ready to roll. Uh, end of October, we're looking at putting the front suspension and everything back together. You know, we're gonna we're taking this slowly because we're going to a it's a budget build, and b we're trying to get. Uh, a very reasonable time frame on this. I'm trying not to stress myself out doing this. So end of uh, September front suspension in, um, and then, or I'm sorry, end of October front suspension in, and then October, November, we're going to be doing um, kind of the livable accoutrement inside. Once that's set up, um, that should be, you know, hopefully end of November. And then we're going to see about repainting the car. And then we're going to be looking at just kind of doing uh, shakedown trials in December, January, headed out to the 24 Hours of Lemons rally. All things going to plan, that's the plan. So um, got a backup car, obviously. If that doesn't happen, trying to get it all sorted out. Uh, you know, obviously hiccups can and will happen. So that's why we kind of got December as a buffer. You know how these things go. It might be going all the way up until January, trying to get this whole thing sorted and worked out. I'm hoping not to be running on it last minute because that would suck. Um, so we'll see. The idea is... Uh, to do that. If not, we'll run it in the back of the car next year. But anyway, uh, that's the plan. That's what we're planning on doing uh, with that car. It should work out. I mean, so an ECU on eBay, you know, the issue is I'm putting a lot of used stuff into the car. So uh, I can't test compression until I get the injectors in. If I'm going to put the injectors in, I might as well put the ECU on it. Um, and the distributor and just try and see if it'll start for us. Uh, if it doesn't, it doesn't. If it does, perfect. So I'm kind of hopeful that it will start. It's an old motor, but it spins freely. It doesn't appear to have been abused too much. Um, and kind of the Audi 5000 that this came out of were, were notorious for um, – everything kind of falling apart around the engine. So that's kind of where we're hoping at doing. So get the engine running, see if it works. If it does work, great. If not, I'm going to have to look into what needs to happen to make it work. Um, it could be a lot of little fiddly bits. We'll be chasing stuff down for a while, but hopefully it just kind of goes together and works. A big issue is the electrical system on this. So there's a lot of connectors that are not labeled, obviously, um, and kind of go to other unlabeled connectors. So like the top dead center connector and the uh, RPM sensor and the uh, – there's one other thing that all share the same connector and go to the same three connectors that are kind of in a uh, little nest. 
So it's hard to tell which one is supposed to go with which. A lot of the other connectors are, you know, the, the wiring um, harness is only like six feet long. So it's easy to kind of go uh, pull up a diagram and go, this goes here, this goes there, this goes there. The issue is when it comes to stuff that's that closely clustered together. Hey, look at Mirage, the G4 Mirage. That's a nice car. If you haven't heard the review, go listen to it. Um, but the, like, stuff clustered together is the, like, what is actually supposed to go here. So as far as stuff that I don't have connections to, um, it's stuff that's not on the car proper. So I'm just... I've done my research, and it's like if the ECU doesn't get a PEP sensor reading, it just defaults to a baseline uh, kind of lymph mode uh, setup. And there's a couple of other bits where it will do the same thing, where if it doesn't see X, Y, or Z, it goes to a lymph mode setup. Um, and that goes and basically turns on the check engine bulb. So... I don't need the cluster, thankfully. I just need to wire up a bulb. I need to wire up a couple of 12-volt switches. And then there's like a uh, idle control valve I need to wire up. And uh, there's one other separate thing. Oh, so the idle control valve and a, um, trying to think what it's called, um, a cold start switch both need to be wired in. So the idle control valve, sorry, not the idle control valve, so it's the it's the hold start switch needs to be wired up. The idle control valve is already in the ECU. Um, so that that's just basically something where if you're starting on a cold day, you just turn it on. It goes typically to a little temperature sensor. I'm literally just going to wire it up to a switch because why not? Uh, Everything's just going to a switch, just a plan. So a lot of toggle switches should be interesting. Could make starting and running the car a little difficult, but I kind of like the manual nature of it. Um, it looks like this, and the other thing I need to wire up is a 12-volt source to a, uh, what do we call it, um, O2 sensor in the exhaust. Um, and actually, because it's an 80s design, it needs a heating element in it. But the actual old two sensor, if it's not found, um, it goes back to that default mode. So kind of the idea is once it's running and we get it working, uh, we'll start taking care of that stuff that helps it run better. But as long as it runs and drives, that's all that matters. So, you know, obviously the O2 sensor would be nice to have a um, intake temperature sensor would be nice to have um, but these things are kind of we need to find them and put them in and they're not as easy to source those two sensors fine the engine intake manifold sensor that's going to be a hard one to find so it's just going to be it's broken it came in bent and kind of effed up so um, may have been drinking, tried to fix it, broke it more, no big loss, just got to find a new one to 
put in its stead. So that's what that's at. But because the engine's mounted and we got all the plumbing that we can run set up, should make it fairly easy to get this thing going. And I'm hoping that what three weeks until the end of July, uh, hoping to get those parts in and get them in. Hopefully before the August thing hits, but we'll see. Uh, front subframe, because we got the engine up in, uh, is actually in, which makes it a little easier to get the front suspension sorted. So uh, happy about that. That's a big time saver for me. This really cuts down on the amount of welding I got to do too, which is a big plus. Uh, my welding skills suck. Uh, might just weld up solid mounts for the engine and do a, a poly mount for the transmission just so that kind of absorbs the shock. Red, that's an acceptable thing to do with sub 250 horsepower engines. Uh, obviously, I don't want to stress any gasket, any connection anywhere I don't have to, but should work, knock on wood. Um, the, oh, shout out to my buddy Nick. Uh, his project car, uh, he put some stock leak, stop leak in it, didn't fix the issue. Sucks for him. He got chocolate milk, oil, which really is awful. Uh, you know, as a fellow engine swapper, that's like really the last thing you want to see. He's got an amazing setup on his car, too. Uh, which really makes it extra sucky. He's got the uh, EFI on there, and I hope he doesn't have to pull apart his engine because it sounds like he's going to have to. So because he has a bad rod knock, put some stop, stop leak in it, chocolate milk and the oil, just uh, last thing you want to see. Um, so that sucks for him. Uh, but maybe that means he'll be driving me with, with me next year on the Clements route. Um, that's one. The, um, I don't know, ate a ton in Chicago, had a fun time, had a blast with it. Um, I really do enjoy that city. If you get a chance to go in your life, you need to go. I know I'm talking a lot about it, but you definitely need to get yourself out there and, you know, take part of the festivities. Um, trying to check. thought I saw a message come through. Here. Does not look like. Nope. All right. So, um, yeah, that's that's where that's at. I do enjoy driving. I I find the long haul drives very therapeutic. Um, there's something about being on the open road, driving, taking care of, you know, nothing else but getting from point A to point B. There's something very meditative about that. We're just you. It's the road. Um, my wife slept a lot. I had podcasts going. Um, it just made it so... With the stress and the anxiety of the day job and kind of getting away from that, Really, there's nothing better for that than just relaxing, 
on the open road. We drove the wife's escape. It's a great car for that. It's very coat like sofa esque in its mannerisms on the highway. We got an acceptable twenty six ish miles to the gallon. Um, which was really enjoyable. Like you put the low grade fuel in there, probably could have eked out some better miles per gallon if we put the high grade stuff in there. But low grade fuel, a car that big, hauling three people, filling up three ish times to and from Chicago. So three two and a half basically there, two and a half back, five times. You know, beats an airplane ticket by a bunch terms of cost um, it's just really nice to have that type of vehicle for when you need it I know I rag on crossovers a lot uh, I don't really enjoy them in terms of um, they don't seem to do what they're supposed to do which is off-road or whatever but really when you get down to what a Ford Escape is supposed to do it's supposed to be decent fuel economy decent comfort um, for more or less five people. And it really did its job well. Uh, I do need to find a diet or a workout routine to just put more fat or muscle on my ass. I don't have an ass anymore for uh, long-haul driving. I really need to work on getting it. I have the Hank Hill ass. I don't have one. So, um, I don't know. Squats don't do it. I don't know what a good exercise for one's ass to, to build up um, muscle there. I would prefer muscle, but I would settle for fat, too. But it just all wants to go to the gut for some reason. So um, there is that. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to know what anyone thinks. I did have my chocolate cake shake while I was out there. Um, it's so delightful. Um, What's funny is I told the wife, she's a nurse, recall. So I told her, my plan is to go out, and the hiatal hernia is basically like your stomach with like abdominal pressure. It's forced up, and like uh, part of it sticks through the uh, opening on top that kind of shuts off the uh, stomach. So my plan was, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to eat so much food. I'm just going to weigh my stomach down and kind of pop it out of there, which is not how it works. But I, I was eating enough food. Uh, I really wasn't discomfort. Uh, I did end up being, uh, this is Yike Health update, I guess, uh, a little gas. Little, I was a lot less gassy than normal, and I was eating a lot more than normal, but I think there was literally no room for gas to form because when I go on vacation, I'm constantly eating. People hate me for this, but I just eat, 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 and I have no... Uh, like weight gain from it, which is great and probably bad for you too. But, you know, I got, I used to have an iron stomach. It went away. Now I'm sure this might go away, but who knows? So there is that. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's fun. I enjoy getting out. I really, I'm really excited to kind of maybe put in through the t-shirt sales, kind of the first real money into the show. Um, should be entertaining. Um, if it goes well, you know, I don't, I want to fund the show 
Um, I would like to make it the day job, obviously. Um, it kind of makes sense the way we're doing it now. Um, this will kind of be my proof of concept, as it were. So we'll see. I don't know. There is stuff behind the scenes. You know, maybe we'll talk to some people. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know. To, to everyone listening, would you prefer, because I was talking about this today, would you prefer to pay voluntarily Patreon um, and have a show with no ads, or would you prefer a show with ads um, and no Patreon? So that's kind of where I'm falling on this, because it doesn't make sense to me to do both. Like, a lot of people do the both, and they do well with it or whatever. I'm really thinking more of, uh, you know, I don't really want to do Patreon, because I, I don't like the idea of, it might sound weird, but I don't really like the idea of taking people's money from them in such a direct manner. Um, I would almost prefer doing a nice single, trying to tell that guy his headlights on it. But he's not paying attention. Um, I don't know, because I have, I have a day job. It pays me well. Um, so I feel bad at the idea of, like, you might be an 18-year-old, and you might not be making a ton of money, and you are a fan of the show, though, and you want to support it, so you chip in a couple bucks every month. That's a great thing to do, but I feel bad about it. So, you know, because it just feels kind of like take money from people less well-off than you, maybe, to do a thing that you want to do. Uh, it seems, I don't know, like... Icky, I guess is the best word for it. But if I go the advertiser's route, then it's you got to sit through some advertising. Maybe you got to go out. You got to help support the show by buying, you know, bigger stuff through an advertiser. I, I don't know. I'm kind of sitting here going like, in terms of like icky, it's like six of one, half dozen of another. Maybe not quite so much like that. Like, advertising to me, advertisers, seems like the lesser of two evils. Um, and that might be the way I go. Patreon seems like it would be a ickier route in terms of kind of how I look at it. But I don't know, because that's kind of, you know, I'm a millennial, quote-unquote, whatever the hell that means. And I get that people enjoy the direct funding aspect. So maybe I'm wrong on this. I don't know. Let me know as a fan, like, if you have a preference one way or the other. If you just remain silent on this, I'm going to just count it as a vote towards advertising. Um, now, that doesn't mean expect advertisers in the near future, but down the road, maybe. So we're kind of looking at our options, and by we, I mean me, um, I don't know, just with the stress and the anxiety and kind of 
what I've been dealing with for the last six weeks at the day job, which I would love to tell you about, but that's a talk for when and if this show starts paying for itself. Um, I'm just looking at all my options at the moment. So um, that's kind of where we're at with that. So let me know about that. Please go out. If you like the show, support it, get a T-shirt, because maybe someone will ask you, hey, Untitled Car Show, what the heck is that? And you can let them know, and that's how we grow. And if we grow, we get more people that we can tell the advertisers are listening, which means that we can put together a better package, and who knows where this might eventually take us. So I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. I'm very apprehensive about how this whole thing's going to go. Go pre-order a shirt, attract monkey apparel. Um, Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Have a good night. Have a good evening. Wherever you are, whatever time it is there, thank you so much for listening. Please be safe out there. That's me shutting off my car. Um, this is me going to the recorder and ending it.